going on y'all it's your boy russell the fourth hey everybody it's me brandy and welcome to another lit tuesday it's another episode of what they never told us podcast what up we back man we in the building welcome 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 what's up it's so extra <laughs> it's gotta be excitement these people most people listening to it it's either they on a third shift or they in the car on their way to work they want to turn up. They trying to wake up. Good morning. Whenever you listen to us, good night, whatever it is. How you doing? Mm. <laughs> right. Listen, it's it's been a stressful week, okay? We got to be chipper and and happy. We got to will ourselves to be joyful. Okay. Whatever you say. Babe. Listen, cuz it's <laughs> it's a lot of stuff happening right now on top of the fact that the vid is closing in on us again. I don't know if y'all noticed this, but it's that season, the season's changing, and the vid is closing in. Look at your friends, your family. Them coughs hitting a little bit different this season. Y'all better watch out. Me, personally, I'm not mad about it, though. I'm not mad about it. I'm telling you, listen, pandemic me, pandemic me, I am not playing. I'm not trying to be insensitive because I know there's a lot of people who, you know, who lost loved ones. Lost loved COVID. ones. And I'm not saying I want COVID back. But I'm telling you, <laughs> it started off rough. But the pandemic, that season of my life, was one of the most fruitful seasons of my life. Mm. Okay. I'm for real. And I don't want, I hope, once again, I'm not trying to be insensitive. But being in the house that much, the calm of the city, driving to get some food, and it's just open road. <laughs> put a lot on it but i i do agree that during the pandemic i was able to chill and find myself um because all the distractions were gone but Yo. yeah i don't want to be the teacher anymore i'm good on that you didn't just find you stuck in the house with the kids no more i'm good on that you didn't just find you you found love in a hopeless place no. You hopeless? You call yourself hopeless? <laughs> no, the place was hopeless. <laughs> we, we were in the COVID was a hopeless place, but you found love in a hopeless place. Right. Moving on. No, we're not moving uh, on. Pandemic me. No. We got to talk a whole hour. Why are you rushing through this? Saying, moving on. I ain't rushing into our conversation. I'm just saying past the pandemic. All right. Because I mean, on. they might notice that I don't got on no headphones today. What's it going to do? Might be a little, uh, Obvious to some people that we've been having some equipment malfunctions, some sabotaging, some 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 satellizing, some that's been going on. Don't tell me you haven't seen that TikTok. Oh, okay. I'm about to say because <laughs> you not gonna be on here saying that ignorant. We gonna start this episode over because I don't know what you what you was trying to say. I forgot about that TikTok. I was gonna say they try to satellize me. So you trying to one up my McDonald's thing? You trying to one up my no. Ronald McDonald thing? No, but for real, we've been going through it with our equipment, 
And we came down to record yesterday and learned that my headset, the cord to it, has been severed. Somehow, nobody knows who did what, what spirit then came in here and been ransacking through our stuff. But outside of the mic being damaged, which messed us up last week, we couldn't go live on Wednesday. We couldn't make it up to y'all on Thursday because we were down one mic and now we are down a set of headphones. But Um, the devil ain't going to stop us. Yo, I was about to say that when you was growing up in church and the mic would feedback or a mic would cut out, they'd be like, they ain't nothing but the devil. And it's like, nah, you just need a new sound system. No, this was literally the enemy. (laughs) Yo, like the microphone, the, the, the fall, the the mic that dropped the mic drop that happened was so insignificant it wasn't even a dramatic fall but the amount of damage to it was like are you serious like we can't even use this it won't even plug in then okay we replace the microphone god is good like you said then we get the headphones we come down here to record and the joint is just severed that's probably what you know that's probably what messed it up stop doing that that's probably what messed up the last (laughs) that's what threw the focus off last time it is focus on for real but I mean, literally just cut in the middle of the court. Yeah, I I wholeheartedly believe now somebody just cut it. And I don't know. There's a lot of kids here, but I don't want to believe any of them would ever do that. No, I, no. Yeah. <laughs> Not so, just because they came for me. Like, it's just so It's, evil. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like. Then we did, we tried to shoot a whole episode yesterday. Camera all out of focus. Yeah, we like, was this bad. is. Russell forgot to turn his light on. It was just. It was just the struggle. So that's why I'm trying to come here with all this excitement. Okay? <laughs> I apologize if it seems like a bit much, but I'm just glad to be here. I'm glad to yeah. be recording because y'all it's don't know what lot. we've been through. It's been a lot. And part of the reason that we are here is just because we got some dope people in our corner. Um, we told y'all about the mic issue and one person in particular came through. So shout out to you. Shout out to you. Round of applause. Um, we definitely appreciate it. Helped us get right back on our feet. She was like, look, so y'all going to miss recording? And we like, yeah, until we get the mic. Okay, I got y'all. And yeah, well, it's not my mic. It's his mic. But <laughs> we back. It's all shiny and brand new. We back. And then on top of that, there was still enough to wear. Um, when the met the headphone thing because we didn't account for that at the time yeah. we were just trying to place the headphone but we we're able to, to do come both. Out of pocket for that so you know, yeah was- God is good the person that's in the money is good and all of y'all who contribute and pour into us and pour into this podcast and just show love y'all know y'all so true we love y'all y'all are the family um everybody even if you're just listening we appreciate y'all so much so shout out to y'all oh we entered the two, the charts in a new country yes we did shout out Zimbabwe come on. I'm trying, you see I'm resisting trying to use my African accent I'm telling you when we pop enough to go to different countries I'm gonna flex so hard okay I'm gonna flex so hard like I just want to that's all that's been something I've daydreamed about for so long to just, just go using different accents in the country I want to go there and talk to the people and I want them to tell me if it's authentic or not okay well, I'm ready. You ain't ready because you're going to be annoyed the whole trip. You're not ready. I'm mm-hmm, telling you now. Because I'm just going to leave you. You know, you know you're not going to do that. Okay. It's you're enough. not going to do that. that. That's enough. I got to work on my um, African. But yeah, you do. We're going to get it together. You're going to call your friend from Nigeria. Help him out. You, you really need to stop bringing it up. <laughs> like, for real, it's traumatizing. It's not funny. Hey, what you want to talk about today? Um, Before we get into that, yo, 
there has been, I don't know if you noticed this, I don't know what day of the week it was, but there was a week, there was a day when there were like five or four different divorce announcements Mm -hmm. all in the same day. And it was crazy. I think one of the more noticeable ones was my girl, Tia Mari. Um, and someone actually hit us up today. A fan hit us up today oh, really? and was like, I need y'all to talk about this. And I, I don't think we're going to talk about that because that's something we just don't do. We don't talk about people's lives like that. We don't know that. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for real though. I don't, look, the thing about being on any type of platform is, especially when you open up your lives, social media, all of this stuff, like we see her kids. She posts pictures of the family. So you feel like in some small way you're that connected. you're connected, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, oh, they're so cute. Or, oh, she looks so happy. So when you see a couple, you know, get to that point, especially when you've been through it. Yeah, and for you me, know I mean, what it's that sad is. for yeah, to hear anybody sad. going through divorce. Because I know, I don't care how much you think you want divorce. Like, you could be over your person and just like, we just need to do it. It ain't never nothing cute. And it is so traumatic, no matter how bad you want it. Absolutely. It is horrible. It's the pits. And the person that sent us the talking point was, Mm -hmm. the article was, Corey Hardick blindsided by divorce. Mm. Said it came out of nowhere. Mm. I think the first thought, when you see black couples, you think the dude cheated. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But he's. I don't think that's just black couples. I think that's anybody. He adamantly denied it. And saying he's blindsided by it and pretty much just saying like she wasn't happy. Mm. I want to ask you this. What do you think about being in a marriage is not being happy a reason for divorce? Now, that's a broad statement. Not happy. It it is. But what if it's just that? (laughs) So am I not happy in this season or am I just not happy overall? I guess it depends on how long you've been feeling that way <laughs> or what constitutes a season. I don't know. It's so hard to answer. I don't think if if I just take your question for what it is, no, I do not think not being happy is a reason for a divorce because it comes and goes. Like every day is not going to be sunshine and roses. And there may be seasons of your marriage that are just like you just feel like, oh, I'm not happy. I'm not happy with myself. I'm not happy with my spouse. I'm not happy with our relationship. Yeah. Um. To me, I, that's not a reason alone to get divorced. But that's just for me personally. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's important to talk about, right? Because like you said, in every relationship, you deal with seasons mm-hmm. where you're unhappy. And there's a lot of factors for that there's a myriad of factors because it's not just your relationship that lends your quality of life there's work there's family there's outside issues but at the most important piece it's those romantic relationships to me that weigh so heavily on your mental space in the season don't don't you cause me stress when I'm already dealing with stuff at work. <laughs> so are you saying that you not being happy is a reason for you to nah, get a divorce? No, no, no. I don't stand by that. Mm. I don't stand by that. <laughs> but I'm saying that it's probably one of the most consequential things that when it's stressful, I think it tends to be more painful than other factors, right? So your job could be stressful, but your job probably doesn't mean as much to you as your person that you love you know what i mean yeah so when that is causing you stress i think it's just more painful it's more damaging than something like a job because you can get another job you know what i mean you can get another husband too 
Those don't come by that easy. There's a lot of people right now who thought that, and they sitting here like, all right, where, where the number two at? I'm waiting on him. I don't know. Not for real, but no, I get it. It's it's like how do we navigate those seasons of unhappiness, right? Let me ask you this. We're both, and I don't want to go into like our past marriages because I think that's a song we sing a little bit too much here. <laughs> but just in past relationships in general, what does Brandy do when she's unhappy with her partner? I get mean. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> you ain't even never seen me. I ain't never seen it? No. That's not true. Yeah, I've, I've been true. with you since high school. Every time we it's broke up, it's because you just was being mad mean. It's not true. It's not? No. But just because you haven't been as mean as you have been with other people doesn't I've mean I've never been it. mean to you. you. Not not in a serious way. That's not true. Okay. Maybe Maybe to you, it's like, <laughs> I wouldn't be in that mean. But I'm soft. <laughs> Hey, I'm soft out here in these streets. It don't take much for me. Like, if you just talk with a little bit too much up and down, I'm like, you're being so rude. Oh, my goodness. I've definitely been rude, but I haven't been mean to you. Like, If you're not talking to me, that's mean. I'm talking about real. When have I just not talked to you? Throughout, all through high school. That's how we broke up. Oh, my up. goodness. What? <laughs> we're talking about 20-something years ago. I'm just saying. That's my only reference. We did it all okay. through high school. That's four years yeah, of no, evidence. That, to answer your question, that's what I do. I get mean. I get... What does that look like? Like, I shut down what little bit of emotional in my past relationships that they mm. did have out of me. That goes away. Mm. I get super just like, Snippy. I don't want to be around you, and I'm going to let you know that. <sighs> it's tr- I'm like... I'm- like, I, like, I don't like you. Stop touching me. Oh. I don't know why you haven't left yet. Ow. Like, yo. I get very short, very, like, it's very curt. Like, you know. Mm. All right, she done. Why, okay, so let me ask you this. Why don't you just break up with her? I mean, I do something. Sometimes, y'all like, yo, they won't, they like, won't go. <laughs> you going to make me do this. Doing all this, and you still want to be. Why isn't that the first option though? Like I'm unhappy. Like let me just end this. Why is it like I know what I'm doing? If, if it wasn't my husband, then why not? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. What I'm saying? Why would I? Why would I hold on to the situation? Like I'm not. No, I'm saying why not just break up with him? Why just be mean? That's me. That's not breaking up with you. If I'm like I don't like leave me alone. I'm good on you. Like, nah, they still live there. You gotta be like, yo, look, this isn't working out. I, I do think still have should. a heart to so Some people though, like, you ain't got nowhere else to go. Like, you can chill till you find a spot, but me and you. Oh, that's what it is. Like, we good. <laughs> I didn't know it was I'm that good situation. Off you. I didn't know it was that situation. No, nah, I mean, that's if, like, that was the situation. That has been the situation before where, like, he was living with me. I was like, all right, I'm good on you. We're broke up, but you can stay yeah, here. Yeah, like until you find a spot. Because I ain't going to put nobody out on the street. Well, I was going to oh, put somebody out on the street. That's, that but seems, I didn't put him out on the street. That seems absolutely 100% terrible. Like, it's one thing to break up with somebody. It's nothing to break up with them, but you got to see him every day. That That's difficult for me. Well. And there's a lot of people that do. They break up. They go to the same church. So you see them on Sunday. They mm-hmm. in the choir together, mm-hmm. gripping each other in the middle of, you know what I'm saying, Lord, you are good. Yeah, that's why I don't mess with, like, I never mess with nobody that I work with or nothing like that. Like, oh, I did that. I need the separation of church and state. I did that. I don't, if I break up with you, I don't want to see you. I'm. It's never been contentious, but it's hard. It ain't been contentious for you. It's been contentious for them girls. I can guarantee you that. Why ain't they getting contentious with me? 
Nah, they, just because they don't feel good about it, don't mean it's contentious. Nah, they tight. I'm tra- I'm telling you, they might be tight, but as long as they're not being tight with me, I mean, like, we good. <laughs> you don't even pick up on it. Oh, she's still good. She's still talking to me. She throwing shots and all that. <laughs> you probably right. <laughs> but for me, like every relationship I've ever had has just started from like shared geographical location. Like I'm never just kicked into a girl walking on shit. Like, hey, yo, what's up, man? What's your name? Like, yo, what up? That, I mean, that, I've always been friends with them, but like, it ain't like I'm not working with you. I don't spend my extracurricular activities with you. See, like, that's the thing. I don't have friends like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I have friends. Like, there's, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who would say, "Oh, he's my friend." Yeah. But I don't hang with people. Yeah. Like, there's levels to my friendship. If we go places together, oh, we a friend, friend. <laughs> <laughs> we a friend, friend. But I don't do that with everybody. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, the people that I get close with are people I work with mm-hmm. in some form of fashion. It's been music. My nine to five. End of story. But That's when it. when that goes bad, how do you like? How well, do you navigate well, sharing th- your space with somebody that you shared your body with? Like that, it's to me, that's awkward. Weird. It's extremely awkward. It's extremely weird. I will say this: one thing that helped me immensely was the fact that I was always respectful. Like I never. Mm-hmm. I've never had a relationship and went, no, fuck you. I don't want to talk. No, shut up. Man, you were, you were this, you were that. Like, I ain't never had that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so I would imagine if that was the tone, it'd be difficult to like be in the same space with them. But if anything, it's just hurt feelings. You know what I mean? And maybe some sadness there, but it's never been like anchor. You yeah, know what you I'm saying? these nice guy breakups. Like, I don't understand. Like, a, to me, a breakup is meant to have some type of, contentious feeling to it. it to that's me toxic. that's how I stop my feelings. That's toxic. Like I need to <laughs> I need to be like I don't need to see you for a minute. It's toxic. I need space. <laughs> you can call it whatever you is. It it's is. always work for me. They ain't, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like when I'm done, I'm done and I don't need to be your friend until I'm over the feelings part. Then when I'm over the feelings part, we can work on establishing a friendship. But to me, it's just super messy to try to work on being a friend with somebody that I'm, I still have feelings for. Now you're, you're changing the narrative. Cause I never said be friends. I said, it's just not contentious. You said it has to be. So yeah, you can but break I mean, when I, when it's a situation where you're always around me in order for it to not be contentious, I have to be friendly towards you. Right. Like no, we talking, Hey, how you doing? Like, I don't want to do none of that. See, like, and that, I think that's why I disagree. <laughs> like to me, it's weird that one minute you can, if you hear a lot of commotion, we, y'all know we a family. Like it's, it's kids upstairs. So it's a dog. Nah. Cause it's someone here like, what is happening? <laughs> they looking around their car. Like, why is all this extra noise? Um, but for me, it's like, you're able to work through situations in a relationship, even bring it to a close without it being negative. Like relationships can come to a close without negativity. It isn't. I mean, I don't think it has to be, it doesn't have to be negative. There have definitely been mutual breakups that I've experienced, but I still make the choice to not continue on in a friendly manner. And especially if I'm not the one requesting the breakup. So essentially I'm the one that I have to deal with an instant loss of feelings. Like, so let's say for instance, we're in a relationship, you really not feeling it, you you getting distant, and then you break up with me, I'm still fully invested in the relationship. But now, because of the, the ending, the severance of the relationship, I got to deal with that. I don't want to deal with that and deal with you. 
But here's a, th- I mean, <laughs> you don't have to deal with them. Like you're still hanging on to the friendship thing. Like that's no, not I'm what not it is. Saying the friendship. I'm saying like my coworker or. But if that is the case, my choir mate support. It. If that is the case. It doesn't have to be negative. And I would say it's even more stressful if you have to share space with them and it is contentious. And I've negative. never experienced that. Besides being in school, I've never experienced that. Yeah. Like, why would I want if you if if we're legitimately angry and it's hostile, what peace am I going to have if you're in the cubicle like across from me? That is extremely That's uncomfortable. Why you just don't do it. I have exes that live in the same town as me that I don't see. But very like I ain't hanging with that same group of friends no more. Like <laughs> It does not have to be negative. And I know it's rare. I know it's rare. And most of the time, people subconsciously do that. Like, I need to separate myself from all of these good things I felt for you. Mm -hmm. So the way I do that is I'm going to cling to all the negative that I feel. But... The truth of the matter is, to me, it's weird. Like, one minute you were like, oh, this, we cuddle. And the next minute we have a disagreement or we have something that we can't resolve. Now it's, you're dead to me. That's, I think that's contrived. And I think that it's, I don't know. It's it's weird. I, I just don't work like that. And I'm not knocking nobody who does. But I am saying, I am giving the the perspective that relationships coming to an end doesn't mean it has to be contentious sometimes it is and i think it's natural i don't want to make it seem like it's wrong that it's contentious because sometimes it's going to be that i think it's it's natural to lean more towards that side when you have a common like a vested common interest like he is so if the breakup but we still have to co-parent then Mm. yeah i want that to be cordial i don't want to have to beef with you why would you want to beef with anybody I'm not saying I want to be with I'm just saying if it's something that we have a vested interest in, I'm I have more to lose if the relationship doesn't go well. Mm-hmm. If it's just somebody that I'm casually dating, or maybe even it was a serious relationship, but Three we year ain't gonna share nothing like, all right, let me deal with me and I'm good on you. That don't mean I hate you. That don't mean I don't ever want to talk to you again. Yeah. That just means like for me. I need to not be around you for a minute. I need to not see you all the time. I yeah. need to not. I think that's a, yeah, when you, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Like, I think when a relationship ends, being up under the person that you broke up with, I don't think it's healthy. Um, I agree with that 100%. Yeah, so that's all I was saying. I mean, it don't have to be beef. Yeah. It just means that, like, I need my space. I don't want to have to deal with you because I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. By the time my divorce was finalized, I was good off my ex. I, it still doesn't feel good mm. to to have to, you know, <laughs> be be around or, like, Let's say we had our families. Well, I was very intertwined in his family. So I made a conscious effort to not go to stuff. They were still inviting me to birthday parties Mm -hmm. and cookouts and, hey, we going here. You want to come? But for me, I just need that separation. Like Mm. I I need to be like, no, I'm moving on with my life. He's moving on with his life. And these things don't have to commingle. We not ill towards each other, but we're just not friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm good with that. Support that. Do you think it affects the parenting that there's not like some level of friendship? Do you think like when it comes to my disagreements, kids, well, you think they're handled in a friendly way or do you think they come off contentious at times? Me in my situation specifically, like we don't we don't bicker 
we don't really bicker in front of the kids. I won't even say bicker at all, really. Like, because they don't see us, hey, buddy, how you doing? I don't believe that they think there's an issue because none of them have said anything. Not even talking about the kids, but just between you and him, like when it comes to like the partnership of dealing with kids, because there's not a semblance of friendship when there are disagreements or things you don't see eye to eye on, or like, do you ever feel like it can affect it negatively? Um, I mean, I can see, Yes, but I think that's just the nature of the two people that we're dealing with. So I don't think that it has to necessarily be, excuse me, um, that case in all situations. Mm-hmm. In our situations, we both high heads. We both like to have our way. And if it's something that we can't agree on, I think it's just the nature of who we are. I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that we're not friendly. Yeah, I just think it's just our personalities. Like sure. we're going to pop off, but we're going to be good the next time we talk. Just how we work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I want to know in relationships, right? So say say it's not a divorce, right? Say you're in a relationship and you're dealing with issues. Maybe somebody's not happy. Maybe there's a specific problem, right? What Where do you stand on like breaks, taking a break? Because that's, that's the... Look, that's the let, that's the easy let down. That's like I want to break up with you, but I don't want to hurt your feelings. So I just say, let's just take a break. So like you, this is what I equate taking a break in a relationship to. In my household, when I was growing up, I used to like say things like, "I'm just gonna run away," right? Mm-hmm. And my mom would, be, or I'm gonna go stay over Granny House, and my mom would be like, "If you leave, don't come back." That's how I feel about a relationship and a break. Like, if you're going to leave, if you need to take a break from me, then you, I'm good on you. Don't come back. What am I taking a break for? Like, if we can't figure out how to work this out, then we don't need to be together. A mm-hmm. break ain't going to help us figure out how to work out our problems if we're not communicating, if we're not actively working on it. If you want to take a break because you feel like you need to date other people or you need to test the waters before you fully commit, all right? Do that, but I also have the choice to not wait on you. Mm-hmm. It, I've never had a situation where it was like a mutual break, so I don't know. I I don't think I would ever request that though. Like I can't see myself like, hey, we should just take a break and get back together in six months and see how we. What Maybe it's take a break and see if we even want to get back together. And just break up. What is it? What's the difference between a break and a breakup? I don't think there is one. I think the I think when you say a break, you're communicating that like I I'm not a hundred percent if this is the right thing. Like I don't believe in leaving the door open. Like if we not together, we not together and I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. Like I'm free. I'm a single person. But um yeah. I don't know. I've never taken a break, so I don't really know. <laughs> but I do Just asking questions. But I do understand the logic though. And I'd be curious if there's anybody listening right now or you know, if this is a clip or anything, if you've had a break in your relationship and it been if there was some benefit to it, if it benefited the relationship and it made it better, I'm curious to know what was it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe if we do the live, I don't know. I, I I'm still stuck on the difference between a break and a breakup. Cause like in my head, I feel like if I'm in a relationship and I take a break, that means like we're not quote unquote together, but we're also not dating other people. I can't see myself agreeing to take a break. 
and you go and date other people. Shut but it, it don't matter what you call it because there's plenty of people that break up for real and they back together in two weeks. I don't care what you call it. So then that that's when like, <laughs> people have break babies. Like we wasn't together. I just, you know what I'm saying? It happened. We was taking a break. Now we back together. She got a baby and you got to accept that. A lot of relationships have the breakup to make up. Like, that's the thing. We did. I don't know what you act on, Jim. But we broke up. We went, We didn't intentionally take a break now, from each other and be like, we yes, don't get we back subconsciously together. did. You, every time you broke up, you knew we was going to back together. I don't know why you keep talking about high school. What else am I going to reference? So, but aside from me, have you never been in a relationship where you've been break up to make up? Yeah, all the time. But we wasn't taking a break. We didn't intentionally take a break. Like, no, but that's I, what I'm saying. I really thought I was done. But that's what I'm saying. It don't matter what you call it, because either way, that's a thing. See, people back are then, together. They have issues. They break up. But the nah. truth of the matter is, there's still feelings there, nah. and they end up back together. Nah, the only thing for me that always made me come back was that I was in my flesh, and I was like, I don't that's really want. No, I swear, that's, you want to be a thug so bad. I swear, you are sensitive. There's no. nobody that I just ran back to because I was like, oh man, I just love you so much. Sorry. Maybe that's not what you <laughs> told yourself, but you there's there's dudes out here that you really loved, mm-hmm. and maybe you told yourself, oh, it's just that. That's all I need. Oh, you okay, tell me that. If, that, if that's the case, why you why did y'all get back in a relationship then? Because you can't convenient. get sex from anywhere. It's, but you. you we already talked about this. I can get sex but with you, But just because you have sex with them, you got to be gotta with them. I got to run back. That don't no, mean they got to be your boyfriend. It'd be like relationships out of convenience. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not rolling. I'm we not hanging around it. each other. I am not. That's why you just need to make a clean I'm, break from them. I'm not because rolling. Then you get right back in them toxic situations. I'm not and rolling. can't get out of them. I don't buy it. It's a for cycle. One, I don't buy it for one bit. I <laughs> think that's what you want to believe. Cycles with them psychos. All right. All right. Gotta, you gotta not, break from that. Stop doing that. I, no stop taking difference. breaks in y'all relationship. Decide what y'all want to do. Be with that person or leave them alone. I don't agree. Okay. There's a lot. Like, there's okay. people That's in, why we have a podcast. There's people in marriages who have relationships who are extremely explosive, right? Two passionate people. And it's hard to work through issues because they haven't even developed the tools to work through them amicably. Sometimes you need a third party. Sometimes you need a season of separation. I've even seen pastors, regardless of if, if some people land on that. I know everyone lands differently. But I've seen pastors advise like, hey, look, this isn't safe for you. There's children in the mix. We need a season where you guys are able to process separately. And we're doing intense mediation with a third party working through this in a safe space and developing those tools. Like, that's a season where you have to break apart because, yeah, I love you, but we're emotionally unwell and unhealthy. And when we try to deal with this issue, now we throwing dishes. Now we getting hostile. There's children that live here who are being traumatized. That's a, that's a scenario where if it's done the right way, it can be beneficial. I heard a key word in there, and that was marriage. I think we made a transition from just dating to marriage because I do believe that there there is a difference when you're married and you're experiencing difficult times. That's why legal separation is a thing. Like why well, even you're able you're, to do that. Yeah. But to, in my mind, I don't foresee. I mean, again, this is not a knock to anybody who does it, but just for me, I don't foresee myself dating someone and giving you the permission to break away from me and do whatever you want to do out there with the 
understanding that we're going to get back together. Now, what if it's with someone who's not trying to sow the royal oats? Like, what if it's with someone who legit, like, say you're not married, but there's kids in the mix. Mm -hmm. Y'all live together. Y'all cohabitate. Y'all co-parent. And it's the same scenario. You're not married, but you definitely have a family unit and it's hostile. We're not married. I just think you break up. And if y'all work on yourselves while y'all are away and y'all do the work and y'all make the decision y'all both in healthy spaces now and you want to get back together then do that i just I, there's a way I, i'm having a understand a hard time understanding the concept of a break there's a way to do it right like for instance if you're doing it with intentionality if there's a legitimate reason other than just you make me mad and i want to break there's a difference between that and there's a legitimate reason why us being in the same space is not beneficial mm-hmm. right so we need to work on our relationship without being in a relationship yeah that just sound like people who need to do the work up beforehand but and- it that's not that's not happening. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not happening. We just did a whole rant about <laughs> how people, including <laughs> us, go in and out, break yeah. up to make up. Yeah, we're gonna do that anyway. I'd say it's better that if we're doing that, we're doing it with intentionality versus, oh, you made me mad. Oh, we're broke up. And when I say it, I mean, it's a clean breakup. Do what you want. But then three months later, we back to having sex and we back in a relationship. We didn't fix the issue at all. It wasn't done with any intentionality. It's just you made me mad. Let's break up. But then when you get horny again, you're going to be back. And now we're back in the same toxic cycle. Well, that's why we don't do those things anymore. We learn. No, but (laughs) there is a way to intentionally fix the issue it's in and i'm with you because i don't i feel like we're just for the sake of podcast and we're arguing two different sides but i'm with you in the regard that nine times out of ten people who say let's take a break they're not utilizing it in the right way i'm with you on that most of the time it's just hey, yo i don't want to be with you no more but i'm saying take a break sounds better than <laughs> Sounds better than or I don't want to be with you. Still no more. be able to come back and do what you want to do. That's yeah. boy and girl. So by saying we're taking a break, it's easier to do that. You still leaving a door open. You giving somebody access to you who really may not be I valuing you. your time and or I'm, whatever. I'm with you on that, but I don't want to stand on this and make it seem like it's wrong or it can't be done because i fully believe that there's a way if you do it intentionally and you do it with some intentionality that it can be done in the right way like if you are taking a break and you're being celibate and you want to re-enter the relationship with different values and you're like this is difficult or there's some things that i'm recognizing that i haven't dealt with in my personal life that are affecting our relationship. It could be past trauma. It could be some healing that I need to do. It could be some stuff internally that I need to get right. And because it's not right, this isn't going right. And this means a lot to me. I want this to work. So let me go work on me. When we get back to the table, like we can, you know what I mean? I, I mean, I hear you. I Again, I feel like if it's, if it's going to work, in that regard, it has to be a mutual decision because I think Why? it is com- because I think it is completely selfish to tell somebody I have issues that I need to work on within me. I I need you to wait at the table until I get myself back together. No, no one's and- saying wait. No, that no. Who said wait? Well, what a is break, the person supposed? A break is mutual, do you? We're not together. Then it's a breakup. Call it which once again. <laughs> you're. 
This is what this is how all of our arguments go. You get caught up on words and definitions. No, it does not matter what you call it. At the end of the day, if I'm saying let if I'm saying, look, I need to get this together for us to work. If we're not together and you decide you want to date, like that's cool, do your thing. But I'm not gonna be with anybody. I'm working on me right now. And if she says, I don't agree with this, I want to be with you. But he's like, but look, I want to, I want to, I don't want to have sex before marriage. And I don't know how to shut that off because I was introduced to sexuality early in my life. I got to deal with that. Yeah, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. If I'm saying I need to get that right for us to go into our relationship and our marriage in the most healthy way possible. If you're telling me that I don't agree with that because I just want to be with you. How is that not selfish? You're saying it's selfish for me to want to do something for the relationship. No, that's not what I'm saying. You said it's selfish for me to wait. Like ask somebody to wait. It it is. It is selfish to so ask how somebody is to self, wait. How is it but selfish? But it doesn't for you mean to... that they have to be forced to be in a relationship with you. Yeah. But that's why I'm saying we have to establish what is the difference between. A, I know you're saying it's just words, but it's not because a break to me insinuates a certain thing. It insinuates that there's an intention yeah. to eventually get back together. And if that is not mutual, that we are taking this break, then just break up with well, can't me nobody and take free a, me up to can't do. Nobody take a break unless the other person agree well that's not true how (laughs) uh, if they take if they if he says let's take a break and if she says no then they're just broken up you can't force nobody to take a break right is which is so exactly what i'm saying it has to be a mutual decision or just it's just a breakup yeah of course it would be i don't so that i was just saying i don't understand the the idea behind a break unless it's a mutual thing that we're both going to not be with anybody else we're both going to work on ourselves we give ourselves a a specific timeline to get these things back together we checking in we doing the work separately we're doing the work together and then when we make it to that point where it's time to reevaluate our relationship while we have both been alone then we say, yes, we're going to do this or no, we're not going to do it. Otherwise, I think it's just a breakup and you go do what you need to do to get better. I'm going to go do what I need to do. Either maybe I'm better or maybe I need to do the work. Mm-hmm. And then if God brings us back together, then great. Now here we are and we can work on moving forward. But I think the idea of a break, it puts into your mind that there is a possibility for y'all to work in the future. And I think a breakup frees up that, that it may not be. And I don't want you to wait here for me and with the hopes that I'm going to go work on me because I've been that girl who's been so in love with somebody and just want you to get yourself together. And if you say you're going to do that, then I'm not going to mess with nobody yeah, but you did that were really then, terrible guys. And but. then it don't never work out. You know what I'm saying? But it's not just me. It's a it's a multiple women out here who have who are in that same situation. And men. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who are in that same situation. And it's like, I just think it's selfish. If you know that the person does wants to be with you, but you also know that you need to go do work on yourself, then free them up. But how is that beneficial? How's it beneficial? If we know we want to be together, we, but we know mutual. if we know we want to be together, that's a mutual understanding. Mm-hmm. We both know we want to be together, but clearly it's not working. Mm-hmm. 
Don't you think that freeing her up to be like, if we just say, hey, look, just go do you. I'm going to work on me, but just do your thing. Like, isn't how would that even make the break work? So now when we get back together, like, you know what I mean? There's there's more issues now. Not necessarily like if she out either or this is this is why you come back <laughs> together and you got those break babies. That's the one that you're talking about that right there <laughs> that is which is why I'm saying it. It has to be mutual. That's just my that's my blanket statement. That's my end all be all. And I think if, I think even if it's not your idea, even if you're the one that wants to be together, if you want to be with that person and in your discernment, if you really can see that this is something that they're going to do and shepherd that season well, then commit to it. Like love doesn't always look like you're mine. You got to be in a relationship with me. And if you're not with me, then I'm going to go do what I want to do. And doing what you want to do doesn't mean that you're going to go out and sleep with somebody. No, it That's doesn't. not what that means. It just means that you're not bound to that person anymore. The hopes and yeah, and I just, one day y'all going to get back together. It frees you up from that. Yeah. But if that's what you want, why would you free yourself up from that? It's a pessimistic view. If we know we want to be together. Because there's a lot of people waiting for somebody to get themselves together and that person but don't have no. But then that comes with knowing who you with. That that when it comes with having some like concepts, clues of like the type of person that you're with. All right. So clearly we needed to take a break from that conversation. <laughs> I don't know if it was God who shut it down or the enemy, but either way. <laughs> The madness continues with our equipment. So just out of nowhere, we're recording. We're having our conversation. Our camera that is plugged into a power source, the battery dies. Yeah. How and why? The world may never know. It's madness. But I I do think it's good for us to just land somewhere with this. Mm -hmm. I think on the crux, we both see that. Under the right circumstances, it could be beneficial. But I think we're both in agreement that it should be something that both parties agree on. Um, Am I missing anything? Yeah. I think I'm more lean on seeing that it could be beneficial. I think you're more on the side of. I'm on the side of legal separation is the only break you gain. Legal separation. We breaking that. Yeah, if we're married and we take that's a your personal separation. Thing. Yes, for me. So there's no context that a man can come to you and say, "We, I think we should take a break." If we're in, if we're not married, I can't picture one. Our scenario, right? Mm-hmm. So say in the beginning of our relationship, I wasn't hundred percent where I needed to be. Absolutely not. So you don't think a break there would have been beneficial? No, if that's I was, why I didn't get into a situation with you. This is why I don't. This is why we landed differently when we were talking about, uh, I think it was one of our weekly check-ins we did during our in-season break mm-hmm. where we talked about dating multiple people. Mm-hmm. I This is why we landed differently on there. I don't I don't subscribe to that. I think when you're trying to like introduce new people in your life, I think, um, oh man, I wish I remember this dude's name. He broke this down. He had like three par- a three-paragraph comment <laughs> under the psychology <laughs> behind it. But I was like, that is exactly what I was trying to articulate and just couldn't. But I think the more people you introduce, um, not only does it become more confusing for you, but also trains your brain to, you know what I mean, um, lean and 
get comfortable with several people's energy. You know what I mean? It was yeah. a I don't know if it was point. the particular conversation because I definitely don't agree with dating not necessarily dating multiple people, but it's it's in a different context. So like when we're talking, if I'm going to be, I'm, I don't believe in being serious. If, if I'm just dating and I don't want that's what to I'm talking find about. a serious relationship. No, you're looking for a serious relationship. Oh yeah, I mean you have to you have to know. Like but you don't, I don't. Yeah, I think you. I don't think you should date multiple people at once. Yeah. Uh, what was that whole weekly check in when you were like, well, I want to go to the museum. I want to go to the museum with Tyrone, but but uh, I'm not trying to be serious with any of them. That Why was, are you dating? That my... You just casually just yeah to be entertained, to have fun, to go out, uh, have companionship. You oh, you bugging? You don't just you don't always just necessarily have to date to find a boyfriend. That's the problem. Y'all don't know what the purpose of dating is for. No, you're you're casually, dating for entertainment. You're and casually that's, dating. You're having friends. You're, that's a bad. When it goes to the next one, I think it's courting. But don't when it's not, it. I'm just dating. If you're not looking for a relationship, don't entertain people. If you're dating, most people are dating to enter a relationship. If you're not looking for anything serious, then go hang with your friends. So how do you know who? So it's just the, whoever shows interest in you and you interested in them, then you just go and try to find a path of a relationship with them. And then if huh? it don't work out, you go into the next person. If there are multiple people that are interested in me and I am interested in, I have to date them in order to weed out which one I want to go into so a relationship So hold on, pause. With. You just said that you don't subscribe to that. So do you or do you not? I don't subscribe to seriously dating more. There are people who seriously date more than one person. So number one, if you're not looking for a relationship, why do you need to weed anybody out? It, listen, there is there's a difference, right? There's just casually dating where I'm not looking for anything, and I can go out on dates. Support. So why are you trying whomever. to? So once again, listen. The, let me finish with whomever I want. There's also a season where okay, now I've come to the place in myself where I want to get into a serious relationship. Pause right there. That yes. one. Do you subscribe to date multiple people in that? I. Feel like how do you find the person if you're not if there aren't multiple people that you have so to choose five, from? Less than five minutes ago, when you just said that you don't subscribe to dating multiple people, what context were you talking about? I don't subscribe to seriously dating multiple people. So when I have in my mind, okay, Brandy, you want a relationship, right? Yeah. I'm going out on dates with the intention of finding one person yeah. that I want to pursue a and serious relationship with. And you think with. it's good to date multiple people looking for that one? I, I don't I don't know. I feel like you're trying to put something that I'm not trying to say. I'm trying to find what you're trying to say because okay. I feel like you're saying I'm, contradictory things. One minute you said okay, you Okay, so tell me this. How do you find the person that you want to date? I think... If you're dating somebody that's not working, you stop that and then continue your search. I don't think because I'm looking, I'm mult multiple people. I'm going to date with this guy this day. I'm going to date with this guy this day. My thing is, if you're getting to know somebody, get to know them. If it don't work, shut it down and go to, to the next person. But multiple people, that I, I think people give themselves way too much credit. And the evidence will show that most of us in the dating season do not do it right. And that is exactly why relationships fail the way they fail. Because we don't do single right. That's my personal opinion. That's my personal opinion. <laughs> I think if we were as savvy as we were, and as it pertains to matters of the heart, it would go much more successfully. And the rates for divorce and the rates for relationships would not be what they are. If I'm if I'm going out and I'm having dates with three people, and 
the casualness of that is now over. And I'm like, you know what? It, it was fun to date and go out and have fun with these people. But now I want to be in a, a serious relationship. Those three or four people that I was dating, I'm probably going to choose one of them to pick a serious relationship with. I don't believe that I am going on dates with all of them thinking that we're all going to end up in, they could all end up in a serious relationship. But for me, the process of elimination happens while I'm dating them. I'm getting to know them. I like this person, but he probably not going to work. I got him over here. He might work. Let's give him a few more dates and see how it goes. What is this Tinder? Where are all these men just lined up at? What is what is this? I'm trying to figure out where they're coming from. Who are you? Meet them. You meet them in any places. You meet them in the grocery store. You meet them on Facebook. I don't know where people are meeting people nowadays. Hey, can you hand me that mango? By the way, you want to go to dinner Friday? I mean, you act like people don't get asked to go on dates in casual situations. I'm saying that if you're that popping. (laughs) <laughs> to where you just got a line of dudes, three or four dudes that want to take you out on dates, then you probably could stand to just pace yourself. I don't. This is personal opinion. I'm not saying. I'm not saying I'm on top of saying this is how you do it. I'm saying that you kind of just did, but I. <laughs> no, my speech that I gave is a lot of us don't handle the single season right. That is a large statement that doesn't just apply to this Mm -hmm. i'm just talking about in general you cut me off because i was going somewhere with that so i didn't get a chance to go into my whole spiel but (laughs) um my point is is that a lot of us don't do single season right i'm not saying that this is the way to do it i'm saying that we can't approach it like oh yeah no this is the way you do that because i think most people say oh yeah when you're dating just do it like that i'm saying it might lend for us to rethink the way we do that my personal opinion is is that the less people who have access to you whether it's just a dinner or not i think the better chances are that you're going to develop genuine connections and i think the more people involved the more confusing it gets i mean i i can see how if you are a like for you who are who is a person who's very relationship driven i can see that i can see how trying to quote unquote, manage multiple situations could be bothersome. But there are people out there, myself included, before I got married, I had two, kind of three suitors, people who were interested in me, who I was interested in. I allowed them to take me out on dates. We went out, we had fun. When I was ready to be in a serious relationship, I knew that there were these three people who I had spent time with, who I, I liked them for various reasons. And when I wanted to be serious with one of them, I chose to be serious with one of them and I cut it off and it was not difficult. Yeah, I hear you. I just, I don't think that's the optimal way to steward that season. Number one, clarity. If you're not, if you don't, if you're not looking for a relationship, I don't think you should be dating. If you need entertainment, there are a million ways to entertain yourself. And it doesn't have to be with the opposite sex or with the same sex or however you swing. If you want entertainment, you can go out with your friends or whatever it is you do. You do not need to flirt and play with the fire that comes with that. Because with entertainment, 
comes sex, comes a bunch of stuff that just happens when adults spend time together and develop attraction and all these things. Like it just opens yourself up for unnecessary darts that you really don't have to deal with. If you're not looking for a relationship, take some time and like work on you. But what if you don't like, what if, I mean, everybody has work to do, but what if you're not in a space where like that's your, your issue where you need to do some self-reflection and take some time to, for, to yourself. Like you're ready to hang out. And to me, when I say going out on dates, that's dating. Like yeah. to a man and a woman who have an interest, maybe we have chemistry, we have an attraction, we go out and we spend time together. That does not mean we're having sex because I wasn't having sex with any of them. Like there is a such thing as just casual dating. What are you going out with them for? It's companionship. It's time. Once again, people that you like to so talk pause. to. Companionship. That like to- does that only exist in new relationships forming with opposite what is the purpose of casually dating eventually you hope that you might want to be in a relationship no, pa- with one of them pause. You're not but looking you don't for, have to pause you're not looking for a relationship this is the context you're not looking for a relationship okay but so it, why are you dating who them? don't have if you're not picking from a pool of people that you know Right, that you're going to be in a relationship. But why? Hold on, pause. This scenario is you're not looking for a relationship. So where are you picking? It's what are fun. you picking? It's pause. fun to now be that, in in, com- in, in the company of the opposite sex. Pause. There's it's- a lot of stuff that's fun. There's a do smoking oh, meth okay. right now. I'm not. I, no, listen I feel to like me. you're saying that casual no, dating is, is wrong, and I don't want to give that opinion. Well, to let people. me say what I, my <laughs> take. My take is I believe the most optimal way to live your life is the way. The Bible says live your life. And there is no context in which I see the creation between man and woman for the purpose of fun. (laughs) Find it in the Bible. Okay. No, give it to me, please. There are a lot of things that he gave to us for fun, but where was it found at? In the context of marriage. Sex is fun. Where did he say do that at? In the context of marriage. you don't necessarily have to be having sex with these people. I'm not talking. Don't don't misconstrue what I'm saying. I'm not saying that the purpose of dating is for sex. I'm saying that all of the things that pertain to the fun and the beautiful and all that that happens between a man and a woman. Where did God give us that stuff at? He gave us that in the confines of a marriage and pursuing that. If you're not looking for that, what are you doing? I'm talking to the Christians out here. If you don't live your life by that, we're spending time. Let me finish my thought. You cut me off. Okay. (laughs) I'm saying I'm giving the I'm giving the basis of why I'm saying what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. This is just my context. This is just how I rock. If you're not looking for a marriage, what are you looking for? Because if you're looking for companionship, there are a million ways to get that. You can get that in a friendship. You can get that from a dog. You can get that from a family member. Companionship is everywhere. What are you doing with the opposite sex if you're not looking for a relationship? So there's no situation where a man and a woman can be friends and go out and it's just casual. That's not dating. If you're friends and you're going out, that's not dating. That's called friendships. I don't go on dates with my friends. Do you? I have. Is there a difference between the date that you go on with your friends and when the date fr- you go on when, a romantic when, when, one? I mean, I've been in situations, we both have been in situations where we've been with a friend and it's turned romantic. So we... Pause. Listen, it, okay, yes. When you open you. the door. But I've also been in situations where I've been on dates with men 
where there's no romantic like I'm not saying you know that all saying? of it there has might to, be an attraction. I'm not saying it always has to be romantic. Like he's gonna be my boyfriend. I'm not saying it has to be romantic. I'm saying, and this is what I need an answer from you. Okay. If you're not looking for marriage, what are you looking for? And if it's just companionship, that's found in many places. It, Why it, are you looking for it in the context of a date? Because it, dating, I believe, is for the purpose of pursuing relationship. I think that's what it's I don't know where this new age thing came from, where it's like just something to do. But that's why we end up in situationships because we just. Well, okay. So in your context, where do you see dating in the Bible? Huh? It's called courtship. It didn't look like it did a million years ago when a dude just came and said. Okay, so things have evolved. And I think, to me, if this is again where we're getting caught up on words, a man and a woman who have like. There, whether it's a sexual attraction, whether it's an intellectual attraction, whatever it is, like I like you, you like me, let's spend time together. There's to me, there's nothing wrong with that as long as you know how to govern yourself. We go out to the movies, we go out to dinner, we go, you know, because I like being in your company, that's going out on a date. For that. So for the person who's looking for entertainment and companionship, nine times out of 10, do those people know how to govern themselves? And what are they, what are they, what are you basing them knowing how to govern themselves on? Well, I'm not basing them on anything. I'm talking, I can only speak from my so personal So for your experience. context, your personal experience, mm-hmm. where does that usually go? Uh, there are, I can't say usual. There are times where it's developed into a relationship because we now enjoy spending time Spoiler. with each other and we're doing it more often and it goes further. When you look at And the, there are also times when I've just hung out with people and nothing else has come from it. When you look at the landscape, do you see how, to me, I think it's obvious how it's more dangerous than it is innocent. I, 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 that I if think, you look at the, the, the what is the the good or the bad what is it the way the scales not way the scales but the negatives or the positives uh-huh. there's far more negative that can occur from that you're opening yourself up for way more negative than you are positive if you're not looking for a relationship which to me would be the positive or companionship or entertainment which you can get from anywhere you're opening yourself up for other things that we would wouldn't even mean you wouldn't even split hairs on if that's good or not We'd say, oh, yeah, no, you shouldn't be doing all that if you're single. But doing, that, what how is does, doing all that? Going out I'm to saying, eat? I'm saying going out to eat and developing relationships that are in the context of a romantic nature when you're not looking for a relationship. If, okay. What it, okay, so what, what type of relationship is this? It's not a friendship. It's platonic. That's not a date. <laughs> who goes out on candlelight dinners with platonic well, friendships? Who said it had to be a candlelight dinner. Okay, I, again, who, I think it's a. So context. who's paying? Who's I, paying? Are who asked? When you go out on when you, <laughs> when you go out on dates, most of the time it's like, hey, the guy pays. There's a bunch of other stuff that goes into it. You're getting to know each other. I don't. I feel like most people know what dating is. It's not a platonic thing. That's not what you do with your friends. Dating is found within the context of romance. Okay. Is it not? I feel like that's just Webster. And I, I'm, I mean, I guess we all have our own different definitions. Give me yours. But I believe that there is a such thing as just casually dating somebody. Yes, there may be a hope that it turns romantic, but what, it does not always have to. What category is it in? Is dating Give in the, the categories? Categ- 
friendship, family, romance, co-workers. I'm talking about relationships. What box would you put that in? Do you go on dates with family, friends, or potential romantic partners? At that time, for me... That was someone that I considered a friend. No, no. Quit making this personal. Give me just a blanket definition. Friend. <laughs> the friend that is so of the t- opposite sex. So you're telling me that dating worldwide, you feel like most people know that it's strictly known for friends rather than Again, romantic partners. I, I, I think we're getting into the nuances of the words. Because it... In this context, when we're talking about... But it didn't matter in a break and a breakup, but now it matters in dating or not dating. Because that's where you're basing your argument. How you saying, I mean, it's just dating. I'm... my The whole purpose of this is giving clarity on how to steward this season. I'm trying to tell you why I don't think it's beneficial for you to date. And multi- I'm not arguing against that. What, what is happening, I'm not saying that you're wrong for feeling how you feel. What I'm saying is I have an opposite opinion of that. And I don't think that this conversation is going to change that. I, I do. I have a, I have I a different you. opinion on the fact that like, if even if your mindset at the time is not, I want to get in a relationship. I'm trying to figure out where the pool of people comes from if you haven't spent time with them. My, my thing is, if you're looking, if you're not looking for a relationship, who are the pool of people? If you're not looking for a relationship, then don't look for a relationship and don't do anything that is for the purpose of a relationship. Dating, we've said it on the show before, dating is for data. It's assessing who a person is and seeing if you can build a life with them. We've said on this platform in the first season that that's what dating is. You I agree when you're looking for a relationship. I so if do that, believe so that. So if that's what dating is, why are you doing that if you're not looking for a relationship? Okay. We're not going to call it dating. What I'm going to say is when you go out with a friend <laughs> that is of the opposite sex, if it's not a date, it's just us hanging out. And spending time with each other. Okay. All right. I don't even know where we were. We didn't went so far down the street. I don't even know where. What was the initial point? You brought it up about dating. So I don't know. <laughs> the point is, do I think in a season where you want to be in a relationship, I think we are on the same page of it is not beneficial to have multiple people who you are courting, who you are looking to establish serious bonds with in the hopes of eventually being boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, or married. However, yeah, my light done went out. It's on, it's plugged up. I don't know what's going on. I turned it off when the thing went off. Yeah. However, I personally believe that there is also a season of someone's life where you may not be ready for a relationship, but you are ready to spend time with the opposite sex. Maybe in helps of understanding what you're looking for, what you need. I like being around females, but I also like the attention of a man. It doesn't necessarily have to turn to a romantic relationship. But if I like being in the company and we like going out and doing things, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. We're not having sex. We're not doing other intimate things, but we're going out and enjoying each other's company. What's wrong with that? I don't find it. You think that can lead to sex? 
Going to dinner? Getting to know somebody. Getting to know somebody, being attracted to somebody, and spending time with them. Do you think that yeah, can Yeah, I think a sex? lot of things can lead to sex, yes. No, specifically I that. said yes. Okay. So if it can lead to sex and you're not looking for a relationship. Now, just, do you think you should be having sex before you're in a relationship with somebody? Casual sex. Do you believe in that? No. So if you don't believe in that, don't you think you should steer away from things that could potentially lead you into that? I just I look I'm I'm gonna be as that's blunt not, as I want. I think me, it's I think me, it's just bad advice. To me, that and I want to be not, clear. That is I want to make my a, point clear. That I, is not a to me that's not a direct line. I feel you. I think it's bad advice. And I, I she said her point. I'm gonna say mine. I think if you're single, I think you should lean in on being single. And I don't think you need to go out with multiple people to know what you want in a person. I think the more you know you, the more you know what you need. the The reason why I knew that she was the one for me had nothing to do with the the myriad of women that I was dealing with before her it had everything to do with the time that I took to get to know me. And the more that that happened, the more I had clarity on what I needed. It wasn't because I was out here taking a sample and spending time with a bunch of people. It's like, Oh, I like this. I don't like that. Or this person likes this. So it's cool to hang with him. I just think, or it's cool to hang with her. I think it just opens you up to stuff that, if you can avoid it, I think it'd be better to do so. I think the single season should be just that a single season. If you're not ready to be with nobody, then don't be with nobody. If you need, if you need like spend time with the opposite sex, hang out with a cousin or a friend. You know what I mean? Like don't meet new people under the hopes that like we just gonna kick it. it ain't gonna be nothing. Nine times out of ten, it turns into something. That's my take. That's my take. That's my take. You just gonna be silent. I mean, I I said my point. I Support don't know that. what else. Well, it's a podcast. We just we keep talking like we always do. Yeah, I, I I respect your opinion. I would never say that it's bad advice. It is what it is. I think in terms of what we're talking about here today, in general, right? When you're navigating relationships, and this is something I think we will agree on, you have to be intentional intentionality right similar to what we were talking about before maybe taking a break don't work for you so you're intentional in your communication like hey look i understand you're saying this is what you need and i'm not gonna fight with you on that. if that's what you need then that's what you need but i'm gonna let you know that i'm not in a place where i'm willing to just sit back because I'm ready to date. I'm ready to be in a relationship and I'm actively looking for that. So if you're not there, then that's cool. Like you said, like if it's God's will, maybe it'll happen, but I'm gonna let you know, like I'm, I'm going to be actively doing me, but you're intentional in your communication. Vice versa. If you're the guy, you're saying, Hey, look, I need this for me. And I, I don't feel like I can really make this work unless I'm in a better place. So I feel like we need to take a break. You still do what's best for you, but ultimately, like, you know, you are intentional in every season. Same thing with dating. Maybe you land on her side. Maybe you land on where my perspective is. The point is, in all of it, you have an idea of what you're doing. You're intentional. So maybe you are seeing multiple people, but you're doing it intentionally and you have certain boundaries. Like, I'm not going to sleep with nobody or I'm not going to do this, do that. You're being intentional. Govern yourself accordingly. 
And I think a, a part of doing the work on yourself is knowing what you will and what you what situations you can be in and what situations you can't. You know yourself better than anybody. So you know if dating and going out is eventually going to lead for you needing that itch scratched, then stay your butt at home. But if you are somebody who can honestly say, like, I just enjoy this certain activity with this person. I do not believe there's anything wrong with that. And I don't believe that there's anything wrong with what he said. I think it's all about what works for you. And just like he said, being intentional, being upfront with, look, we can go out, but it's not going to lead to sex. We can, you, if you want to get to know me, then you need to come approach me as somebody who wants to make me your girlfriend versus somebody who just want to hang out with me. You know what you need and what you want. You have to set that standard for who you deal with. And whatever side you land on, you do what works best for you. It's that same intentionality. Like I think when we're talking about dealing with issues in a relationship where it it makes all the difference in the world. Your intentionality makes all the difference in the world. If we're in a relationship and it starts to get difficult, your real intention is going to rise to the top, right? So if we're together and what I really want is to feel good, when it doesn't feel good, you're going to know about it. Mm -hmm. Because when it don't feel good, I can't function. When it don't feel good, then I want to run. Then I don't want to be with you no more. You know what I mean? Or versus I want to be with you. Right. I believe you're the one for me and I want to make this work. So regardless of when it feels good or not, I'm still here. Your intention is going to come to the top. You know what I mean? I think it goes back to something that you guys mentioned on the guys episode. And it it was about um, whether love is a feeling or whether it's a choice. Mm. And I think when you get in those situations where your happiness feels like it's in jeopardy, what choice are you making? Are you making a choice to stick it out with that person and make it work? Or are you solely in a relationship, like he said, based on what it makes you feel like? To me, true love is more than just the feeling. It's the everyday choice to choose to spend your life, to share your time, to invest in another person. And I think when it comes to relationships and taking breaks and feeling happy and not feeling happy, it all comes down to a choice. Absolutely. I, that episode specifically, when we were talking about that, it gave me mixed feelings because I got hung up on that. Like there was, I was attached to that. You know me, I'm a, I'm a feeler. Mm -hmm. I'm a, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I was so hungry, like to me, because I didn't have proper context on what love was. I attached it to the feeling. Mm-hmm. And when I didn't have that, I'm sitting in, in therapy, like, yeah. where the feeling at? Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, the stuff you're talking about is the infatuation phase. And that's natural. But then it transitions into the intentional phase. Absolutely. But if you're telling me you never had that, you know, I don't know what to do for you. <laughs> like, huh? No, you need to, you, you're supposed to give us the stuff to make the feeling come. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't have that. What do you like? I don't, I need to know what your expectation is because you're going to be unhappy. If you think that every time you come here, you're going to leave out of here, skipping and woo, 
I feel great because that's not what's going to happen. I mean, I just think about I don't know why in the context of relationships, we weigh so we we put so much um, stock into the way we feel when in any other area of life to be a functioning adult, you understand that the way you feel can't dictate your behavior. If you upset at work, you can't throw stuff. You can't act out because you're angry or because you're upset or because you're frustrated. But when we're in a relationship, we feel like feelings can drive everything that we do. Like, no, I think at some point you have to realize that your feelings are temporary. They are fleeting. They change like the wind and the the decision that comes with saying, I want to be in a committed relationship with you. I choose you over everybody else, over my feelings, over my frustration, over my happiness, over my anger. Like, I choose you. I struggle with that. Not that, what you're saying, mm-hmm. but in general. Like, I think because I'm so sensitive, I think I feel... I don't know how other people feel it's in my head, (laughs) the way I process it. It seems like I feel things more deeply than other people do. Like there are things that I'll go through with someone else Mm -hmm. and I'll be so affected. They're just kind of like, Hey man, you know, that's life. What? (laughs) You know what I mean? So for me, it's harder. Like I, I agree with you a hundred percent. You have to be able to function still. And I, I do like, I don't act out when I'm upset or when I'm, affected emotionally but it makes it harder for me to function at my maximum capacity right like when i'm at work and i'm unhappy it's hard for me to go there and work from my heart and me i do everything from that space like the things i do best come from my heart space Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. my head space some people Mm -hmm. are brilliant minds and they can think their way through things they work from a really um cerebral place you know what I mean? I'm not that. I work from the heart. You sit me down in the classroom, I'm useless. But you give me a microphone, you put me in a creative space, you give me something where I have to connect with people, I'll thrive in that environment because everything is feeling for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's harder for me to function when that piece is not there. Like if I don't feel it, I'm like, take me out of the game, coach. <laughs> Yeah, I think you know that, I mean? that if you don't know how to handle that, that can be seriously detrimental to a relationship. Because I that. all the time, what I've learned is just because I feel it don't make it true. Mm-hmm. And I think our feelings are based on a culmination of things, right? It's our experiences, it's our personality, Mm -hmm. it's our faith. All those things help make up our feelings. And when I get in a relationship with another person that also has feelings and Mm -hmm. also, you know, I have to balance that. I have to understand that every time I feel something, Mm -hmm. does it make it the reality of a situation? And if I can't pull myself out of just the feeling, I will miss key moments to be present And just the fact that, look, this person chose me. And even though it don't feel good today, she's still here. Yeah. I mean, for me, what helped me in that space, when I I worked in behavior therapy for years, Mm -hmm. right? And one of the things we teach is your thoughts lead to your feelings. Your feelings lead to your behaviors. But the beginning of that is your thoughts, Mm -hmm. right? That's why I feel like, 
the devil works overtime on your mind. Absolutely. Because if he can get your thoughts, oh, man, he, he has you. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts, your consciousness, that's really your soul, right? Like that's your conscious being. If he has your thoughts, he has you. But when you think correctly, then it leads you to feeling correctly. Mm-hmm. So for me, when I'm letting, when I'm trying to be led by feelings, then of course, when I don't feel good, I don't feel good about the relationship. But when I think correctly, like just that what we talked about on the episode, it's a decision. I've decided I'm going to be here. This is what love is. So now even when it's not there, I still feel optimistic because I'm thinking correctly about what this relationship is and what it takes for it to thrive. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Your thoughts are so important, yo. You know what I mean? When you think correctly, you feel correctly. It makes sense. In my head, I don't know if it's coming out like it that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. We done took this thing from down bottom all the way to the top and back again. Um, I have no idea what we're going to call this episode, but it's going to be good. <laughs> the title? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to find a quote and put it as the title. <laughs> But we've worked through our equipment issues. We push through. We hear. We <sighs> hope to see y'all tomorrow. We got a lot of making up to do because we did not get to talk about our self-image episode. Um, so we got to run that back. And we also want to kick it and talk to y'all and get y'all thoughts and opinions on dating and breakups and taking a break and all in between. So meet us back on Facebook tomorrow at 830. What they never told us podcast page. We will be live. And shout out to Patreon. If yes, you're not apologize. on Patreon, we need y'all to join Patreon. We apologize. Working through these commitments. Co- uh, equipment issues uh, <laughs> we were commitment issues as we working through equipment <laughs> issues uh so we weren't able to get the episode posted early uh but we want you to know we're working on that and we're also working on uh streaming live during the episode uh we had a specific request for that and i think it's going to be a really dope experience for our patreon users so if you haven't had that that's on the way additional contents on the way food reviews all that good stuff that we love to do uh so yeah hit us up on patreon you can always support the show on cash app dollar sign what they never told us or come back on facebook and send us a few stars um i ain't got nothing else so like we always say we love love and y'all should love love too Peace. peace